Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached word of God in agreement to the scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from the pulpit of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. Praise the Lord. Let's all stand and thank God for what we feel in this house. For the spirit of faith that we feel in this house. I don't think his work is complete just yet. I wonder if we could just lift our hands and begin to pray and thank God for what we feel in this house. Lord, we love you. We praise you, God. There is none like you, Lord. We thank you for your word, God, that we feel here today, Lord. Your healing power, God, your touch, Lord, in this house. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I feel the spirit of faith in this house right now. I feel the spirit of healing power in this house right now. That God is about to do a miraculous work. Those that didn't step forward earlier, God is going to impel you to be stirred. And God is going to touch your body. In the name of Jesus, you can all be seated. I was reminded this past week, around eight years ago, me and my wife had got a phone call to be come to the hospital down in Tampa that one of our friends had just drank some, unpurposely drank some acid. They were ki- um, cleaning their air conditioner units and had got some acid, and it was, I, 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 I suppose this acid was... An acid you couldn't smell. I don't know that much about acid, to be honest with you. I ain't drank much of it either. <laughs> but we got a phone call, and they, he was a, about to start cleaning his coils in his air conditioner unit, and there was a bottle of water next to it, and I guess he got, got them mixed up. It was a hot day. He drank the drank it down, and... Within hours, hours, he was bleeding internally, bleeding out of his mouth, out of his nose, had to be rushed to the hospital. Immediately, they began to call, knowing that there would be no way for him to make it. I remember my wife's grandmother, Sister McNatt, they had called her, and she had made it down to the hospital before we did. At that point, I just felt like God was going to touch. God was going to move. Because God is who he is. He's a healer. He's a miracle worker. But as we began to pray in that, in that room, me and my wife had waited for hours. We was finally able to go back and pray for his body. Within two or three days, he was back out of the hospital. God began to minister in his life healing. A man that was never supposed to be able to use the restroom correctly is able to use the restroom now. A man that was able was never able supposed to be able to talk again because his esophagus began to start deteriorating. God healed him. I spoke to this man this past week. He speaks very well, and it's because we have a healer. 
we have a miracle worker. And that miracle worker is in this house today. I'm here to claim victory over your situations today. God is going to move and minister into your lives today. I'm thankful for the word today. Those that need the Holy Ghost today, I would not second chance any other time but to come forward and let God fill you with the Holy Ghost today. He's here to fill you. He's here to heal you. God is a miracle working God. When I speak about miracles, I'm talking about the Holy Ghost and feeling. The greatest of all. I'm talking about those deaf ears being able to hear, those blinded eyes being opened, those hearts being able to recover. See, I don't never give up on my father being healed because I know a God that can heal his body. I'm looking at folks here today that God can touch your body. He can touch your situations. There's no devil in hell that can come against you because we know the power of God and we know is in this house today that he can walk with us and talk with us and we can carry him with us. Many, question, many people question God's willingness to heal. If it's God's will, it's a response for the, for the normal, from a person coming for prayer. You know, I, I heard something that was very intriguing this past week. It, it was, it was it, we need to stop just coming to get prayer for. We need to start coming to be healed. We need to stop coming up to get prayed for so we get the Holy Ghost. We need to start coming up to get the Holy Ghost. God is in this house. My question to you this morning, are you willing to be healed? I want to speak to you this morning about obeying your way to a miracle. Obeying your way to a miracle. Hebrews 11 and 6 says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. Who? Jesus. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. That he is. And that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Are you seeking him today? Are you ready to lift your hands and praise the Lord today? Are you ready to be a seeker? Is there a seeker in the house of God today? Do you believe in what the prophet Isaiah said in Isaiah 53 and 5? There were four things that took place for your healing. Four things that took place for your healing today. And all you got to do is just claim it. But there was four things that took place. But he was wounded for our transgressions. Our sins. He was bruised for our iniquities. Our weaknesses. The chastisement of his peace was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. By his stripes we are healed. I wonder if we can just claim that today. I wonder across the house if we can just lift our hands and claim that today. That by his stripes, we are healed. Hallelujah. First Peter 2 and 24 says this. Who his own self bear our sins in his own body of the tree that we, being dead to sin, should live unto righteousness by whose stripes ye were healed. The psalm says this in 107 and 20. He sent 
his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. See, our biggest problem in this world today is we, we say we do, but in our actions do we show it. Obedience is the key to healing. John 9, 5 through 7 says, As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had thus spoken this, he sped on the ground and made clay of the spittle and his anointed eyes of the blind man with the clay. And verse 7 says this, And said unto him, Go, go, go. Obedience, wash in the pool of Siloam which is by interpretation sent. He went his way therefore and washed and came seeing. The word was spoken, go and wash. The obedience to the word brought the healing. The obedience brought healing. There are always some to question the ability of Christ to heal. John 9, 10 through 11 says this, Therefore said they unto him, How were thine eyes opened? He answered and said, A man that is called Jesus made clay and anointed mine eyes and said unto me, There were two things that happened here. The obedience to go to the pool of Siloam and wash The results of his obedience to the word was, and I went and washed and I received my sight. Matthew 9, 6 through 7. Hey, I just want, I'm just going to try to share word with you here. I don't have a lot of other fillers. I just want to share words with you today. Matthew 9, 6 through 7. But that ye may know that the son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins. Then saith he to the sick of palsy, here is the word. Take up thy bed. Take up thy bed and walk. In verse 7 here was the obedience to the command. He arose and departed to his house. He could have laid there and been crippled for the rest of his life. He had to make a decision that day to get up. John 5, 2 says this, Now there in Jerusalem by the sheep market, a pool which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda having five porches. And these lay a great multitude of impotent folk of blind, halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. Sounds like a nurse's home, don't it? For an angel went down in a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whatsoever then first first after the troubling of the water stepped in was made whole. Made whole. Of whatsoever disease he had. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity thirty and eight years. When Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been down now a long time that case he said unto him the number one question wilt thou be made whole verse 7 says this 
And this is the excuse. The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man. Jesus just spoke to this man. And all he is, I have no man. When the water is troubled to put me into the pool. But while I'm coming, another steppeth down before me. If the saints of God could ever have the mentality of just this man right here, at this point, why all the Spirit of God is moving in uh, up front, man, you ain't gonna, I, I'm gonna beat you there. He, he's, uh, he's here. He's, I'm gonna, I wanna worship him. I'm gonna do what it takes. I'm gonna lift my hands. I'm gonna worship the King of Kings because I need him. I wanna be the first. I wanna be the first. Why do you think Brother Fierce lives such a blessed life? Man, he beats me to the Sunday school every Sunday. He's in there praying. Wonder what would happen if we were the first. We've been put forth an effort. Here's the word in verse 8. Jesus said unto him, rise. Obedience. Rise. Take up thy bed. And walk. Obedience. See, I know obedience is a hard word these days. Obedience and respect go hand in hand. I want to have reverence enough to God that when he speaks, and he says, Bobby, you need to dance to get over that what element you have. You may need to jump. You may need to run. You may have to give a little bit more. I may have to empty my pockets a little more. I may have to worship the Lord a little bit more. I may have to go out of my way and pray for someone and believe God's going to minister into their lives a little more. I need peace. I better go into a struggle. I better fight for someone that's struggling and be able to speak peace to them. I need a blessing. I need to find someone who don't have as much as I have and begin to empty out my hands and my pockets and give a little bit more to them. I need. I see someone needs the Holy Ghost. I'm going to go in there and speak the Holy Ghost and the blessing and with boldness and believe that God is going to minister, that God is going to feel, that God's going to touch. That's like why when we step into them hospital rooms, we're not going in there. I've said it before. I'm not going in there to patty cake. I'm going in there to see someone healed. I'm not, I'm not looking for a recovery moment. I'm looking for a healing right then. That's why when I lay hands on the sick, the Bible said they shall, they shall, they shall recover. And my obedient part is to lay hands on the sick. And the Bible says, and the man was immediately, immediately made whole. And took up his bed and walked. I wonder if we could stand and just shout for the glory of God in this place today. If we could just erupt heaven right now and just thank him for these stories and these blessings that we have in our lives to be able to read and be able to be blessed by I wonder if all in this house we'll be able to lift our hands and begin to thank God for his healing, his power, his strength that we faith that we feel in this house. God, you are my healer. 
God, you are my deliverer, Lord. I praise your name, Lord. There is none like you, Lord. I praise your name, Jesus. God, that needs that need peace, Lord. I ask God that you bring peace, God. Those that need healing, God. God, right now that you'll bring healing, God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We may read it. We may believe it. But do we obey it? I will ne- it will never happen until we begin to obey the voice of God. We have to get back to being apostolic. Hallelujah. We are too worried about what if it doesn't work? What if it does? What if it does? Ask your neighbor, what if it does? What if God ministers to your life today? What if it does? Hallelujah. The thing that we are missing in these people didn't know who Jesus was. We claim to know him and to be children of his. He goes up to a complete stranger, Jesus. Get up and walk. And he got up and walked. Not today. The doctor told me I would always be blind. I would always be crippled. But the word of God says, by his stripes, we are healed. Let's take it another step further. What we call the impossible. Matthew 9 and 18 says, Behold, there came a certain ruler and worshipped him, saying, My daughter is even now dead, but come and lay thy hand upon her, and she shall live. And Jesus arose and followed him, and so did his disciples. But listen, while he was on his way to heal her, something happened to him. Matthew 9 20 says this, And behold, a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood 12 years. I want to tell you today, I don't care how long you've been sick. Today may be your day. Today may be your day. Came behind him and touched the hem of his garment. For she said within herself, If I may but touch his garment, I shall be made whole. This is faith in action. She didn't just say, she pressed her way to Jesus where he was. But Jesus turned to him about, and when he saw her, he said, Daughter of good comfort, thy faith hath made the whole. She didn't say, well, I've been this way 12 years. I've seen men come by here before. She had made up her decision. I'm going. I'm going to get healed. I'm going to get healed. It said she was healed. She was healed. 
Let's all stand across this place. I can tell you of a little boy. I showed a picture to Brother Boyd a couple weeks ago. Was put in the hospital. He was born with the intestines outside of his body. As he laid on his back five years ago, there was a tube that would sit as he laid there in ICU. There was a tube that you could just visually see. You could walk in and you could see, and you're, you're trying to figure out what, what really is going on, man. And, and, and his insides are impacted into this tube, and the doctor's sitting there trying to tell you what's going on. And, and, and what would happen is day by day, the, the hope was that it would just kind of siphon back down into his stomach. Bad, bad, bad shape. The boy was never, ever going to be able to eat right. Always on some kind of medicine to eat. Me and my wife went there, began to pray. God started to minister immediately. Within days, 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 everything back in his stomach. I can tell you today that he runs. Anybody knows my Zach? He can, he can run with the best of them. He got feet of fire. He can get it. That little boy, he, he gives Zach a run for his money. I wonder if we could just all lift our hands. You see, I'm speaking to people today that battle sugar diabetes, that battle heart problems in this house, that battle sin in this place. You see, you see, all this sin is, is not really necessary in our lives because there's coming a day that he's going to part those skies. And all this world we have is not going to be worth it. All this money we have ain't going to be worth it. So I want to ask you today if you began to walk forward and let God just touch your lives. This is the obeying part. Those that need peace in your life. In the name of Jesus I speak peace. In the name of Jesus, I claim dominion and peace over your life. Those that need healing in your body, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus right now, God, God, that you minister, God, the sugar diabetes, Lord. God, that you minister, God, to this high blood pressure, God, that we fight. In the name of Jesus, let your healing virtue, God, come across his home. Let peace, God, be among our homes, Lord. Those that need the Holy Ghost, I, I compel you to come forward and just lift your hands and, and, and say in your mind, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going to get the Holy Ghost right now. I'm coming. 
I'm coming to receive the spirit in my life. See, this is the obedience part. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus right now, God. Let your power, Lord God. I pray dominion, Lord. I can't pray, God, angels encamped around our homes, God. Let your healing power, God, right now. I wonder if we could just lift our hands and say, God, I thank you for healing my body. Come on across this house. Let the faith go forth. Thank you for healing my body, God. I thank you, God, for healing my mind, God. God, for bringing peace to my home, Lord. For filling me, God, with your spirit, God. For filling me with the power, God, I have in my life, God. If you need the Holy Ghost, just be lift your hands and begin to thank you for the Spirit that you fill in this house. Lord Jesus, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord Jesus. I feel this right now. I feel like there's many in this place today. In your mind, you're saying, God is telling you to do something. And we're sitting here, we're, well, I don't, I don't want that person, or I'm worried about what this one says. I, I wonder if you would just do what he's asking you to do right now. I wonder if, you would just do what he's asking you to do right now. Don't worry about everyone around you, but lift your hands. If he's asking you to worship harder, you worship harder. If he's asking you to jump, you jump. If he's asking you to praise, praise. If he's asking you to run, you run. But God is in his house right now. I wonder if we can lift our hands one more time across his house. And do and obey what he's asking you to do. In the name of Jesus. This message has been brought to you today by the media ministry of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. 
We pray that it's ministered to you in some way, and we'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in service here at Hatchbend Apostolic. Our Sunday services begin at 10 a.m. and our Wednesday night service at 7.30 p.m. For any more information or to speak with our ministry staff, please feel free to call our church office at 386-935-2806 or you can visit the contact link here on our website. Again, thank you for listening and we pray God's richest blessings on you and your family.